Oh, shit. <laughs> My hand off, to a, off to a great start. Uh. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the Heathen Weirdos podcast. This time around, we will be addressing the question which has plagued heathens, pagans, academics, heathen academics, pagan academics for centuries. Oops, all frig. Question mark. Otherwise known as, are Freya and Frigg the same goddess? Why does this only happen to the goddesses? Rah! Shout into oblivion. Yes. Also, damn you, Snorri, because yes, always. Um, right, let's get started with the intros before we get stuck, stuck in. If you have to go first. Me? Yeah, you were the one talking. <laughs> you, you were? Okay, fine. Hello, it is me, Sif. And my pronouns are she, her. My name is Theo. My pronouns are they, them. I'm Kenna. My pronouns are she, her. Right. Where does this stem from? What evidence is there for Frigg and Freya being the Sorry. same goddess? I guess first off, do any of us see us? Uh, do any of us see Frigg and Freya as the same goddess? We do not. Nope. Very not different a... experiences, okay. but it's blame Snorri. I, I used to think they were because like I did yes. I I did a lot of research and like listened to like Aerith Harger and stuff who and it, like people are like yeah they're the same goddess and stuff blah 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 and so I was like okay da 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 and then like in my UPG like one like I'd been working with Freya and one day Frigg was like ex fucking excuse me and I was like I am so <laughs> sorry. Oh no, this is gonna be an yeah. episode. Okay. Um Yeah. This is an episode. This idea is most commonly referred to as the common origin hypothesis. So if you're searching for more info after you've listened to this episode, I recommend using that phrase. It seems to be the one that most people use. And I guess from the outset, I want to be clear here. And to state, you know, make it so there's no ambiguity. This is a theory. The literature sometimes says it's fact. I've seen people say it's undisputed. This is a theory. There is no evidence absolutely, absolutely one way or another. Uh, that's not to downplay the evidence. That's just clarification. If you see anywhere that says this is, this is undisputed fact, then it's not. Also, it's absolutely valid which way you believe. This isn't going to be an episode saying you're wrong. It's just putting the evidence out there and letting you do, letting you decide which way you want to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So essentially, to wrap it all up, the theory states that Frigg and Freya descend from one pan-Germanic or proto-Germanic figure. The core piece of evidence to this is that Freya herself is not attested outside of Scandinavia, whereas Frigg has those attestations across the pre-Christian Germanic world in various forms. So, most of the evidence you'll see on this is mostly linguistic. So it's analysing names and the origins of names and tracing their roots back through time. So we have Freya in Old English, Fre Free in Saxon and a Freya in Old High German, all stemming from the Proto-Germanic Freyo, with so many rolling R's that I can't do, but there's my best attempt. Mm -hmm. When you're listening to that, the pronunciations aren't so far off from Freya 
or Freuja, which is the tends to be more of the old Norse pronunciations, more like Freuja. But yeah, the spellings as they are more closely resemble Frigg. So the, the double J's and the G's and all of that. So many believe that Freyjö, and to use the academic term Indo-European, term Freyjö essentially means love or something close to the sentiment. Many people think it's the roots for friend. So that sort of friendliness, love, platonic or otherwise, uh, that sort of sentiment. The things that I looked into when I was writing the notes for this episode were some old books that dabble into it, but I did also use uh, Jackson Crawford's video on Freya and Frigg. Um, and in that, he ponders that Freyjö and Frigg were originally a love goddess, potentially, mm-hmm. with Freya being her title, which is something you also see among very many academics that go into this. That sounds know. right. Well, I know... I know one big point that some people had when um, suggesting they were originally the same was when Christianization came along, they had to separate them because, you know, someone all sexy and like enjoying of like all that kind of jazz um, couldn't also be a like a really amazing mother figure and like like essentially they madonna whore i'm trying to find the they word madonna whore complex the goddesses. yeah basically they were like someone can yeah like someone can be like a an amazing mother and like caring and like loving in a familial way and they can't they can't like that sexy stuff too that's not okay um which to me made sense <laughs> um for christianization potentially um splitting an original goddess and mm-hmm. i mean I don't know. Did we get yeah. there yet? I don't hate the idea that uh, Freya is a is a title. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it theoretically. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm also open to the idea that like it could have been a title, um, and like maybe originally they were one, but at some point because of our viewpoints or like the Christianization where they originally split them apart, like they did become two. I'm not saying that one became like an absolute like one was a quote unquote whore. No shame to people, sex workers. Um, and the other was like a homely mother figure. Like I'm not saying they just embody those things. Um like if they did separate but i'm also not anyways i'm not opposed to the idea that they did separate and become two goddesses eventually even if they were originally one like i think that's a totally valid thing like you know i work with caffeina who is a found goddess very pretty recently like so i don't i don't think that would add less value to them even if i put in the notes oh you did hey yeah Doing great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so as Kenna mentioned, uh, Freya's name essentially means lady. It's and title. that goes hand in hand with Freya. If you also title follow. is Lord then, because mm-hmm. they're twins. Lord. And twin things. Mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. Are they twins? I think they're mm-hmm. considered to be twins. I don't know that anybody ever outright writes down tw- the word twins. I, I mean, I'm gonna say this now. As twins. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, that would, I could see how that would work, but I'm also going to say this now, you know, like that meme where it's like, look at my field of fucks and see that it is barren. So like, I feel it's a lot of the same with like actual facts for uh, historical Norse heathenry and like stuff like that. It's like, look at my field of facts and see that it is, it is indeed barren. <laughs> like oh yeah just like you just get a lot of ideas thrown at you and you get to put your puzzle together have a thought figure it out the pieces <laughs> don't fit together exactly they're actually just squares and you put them where you want but here's mm -hmm. a suggestion for 500,000 that are oh. maybe slightly ambiguous ambiguity in my heathen witchcraft <laughs> absolutely not and nobody mm -hmm. wrote down the word twin. What is? Why did we become heathen? Mm -hmm. But no, I could see where like the urge to say that they would be twins would come because like the whole like uh, they came into the Lord and Lady. Like I mean, but that also like I think in my brain I'm tying it to the like the very Wiccan idea of like the Lord right. and the Lady. I think the other thing so, like, is coming uh, into being at the same time. The other thing I think is they're discussed as like immediate descendants of Njord and they're not discussed at different times. They just kind of mm -hmm. pop out of the ether together. So the assumption there would be that they are twins. Bam. Hello. Not that what what is birth yeah. to a god. Who the fuck knows? Uh anyways, um yeah, so they're siblings of some variety. Blue. <laughs> we're not going to say who came first because we're not going to play that game. Freya has first. First twin energy. That's true. Freya was That's fair. ethered first. <laughs> right. <laughs> the ethered emerged from the primordial ooze. Fre Freya, um, there was an extra bit that they had to work on for a little yes, bit longer. Uh, this is sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> More on topic. <laughs> um so yeah, we have we have Freya Freya's name be meaning lady, which is people often think is a title, which obviously has its connections to like eventually Frau. I'll get onto that. Oh, yeah. Um but the Nordic gods have a tendency to take on numerous names. It's uh, obviously that's a big thing for Odin um, and Freya herself. We have another another piece of evidence that people use is Freya's long lost husband Uther, oh. who means mad, <laughs> and obviously that's very similar to Odin, Mad One. And as we've just mentioned, Odin also has many names. Uh, Uther is also said to go on long journeys, and Freya cries at his absence. So we've got this very similar like similarity between. Uther and Odin is, or Othin. That is not big Freya um, energy. And obviously people use that as evidence. I, I know that it is written down. <laughs> okay. I refuse to believe that Freya sits around and cries because a man left. Yeah. I don't. Maybe that was in early days. Well, I mean, I get being okay, sad. So like, I get, you could... get that. But... Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I'm not saying she just she sits cries and... gold. There you go. See, it's, it's productive. productive. 
Yeah, how she makes it. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, you could be the baddest bitch in all the land and still like miss someone, but also like, yeah, I don't. Freya would not <laughs> sit there and cry. She would be like going on a going on What's a mission in a skirmish, like killing bitches and crying, being like, I miss my my odie pody exactly. pumpkin pie. It's fine. This is fine. Although now I have a really good idea for an art piece. Does it involve a pumpkin pie? No. (laughs) Like, just imagine this. Just imagine Freya with, like, golden tears streaming down her face, just killing a load of people. Yeah. How cool. Like, 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 Renaissance style. I like that we've all stuck with the idea of Freya killing people while crying instead of acknowledging my Odie Pody pumpkin pie. Well, that is the most reasonable, actually. (laughs) Odie Pody pumpkin pie is perfect. <laughs> I want right. pie. Anyway, sorry. We have, as we've touched on, the fact that Freya only exists as exists as a name in Scandinavia suggests that she was potentially known by another name outside really of liked, Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. That's I another just thing really that people use. Scandinavia. It was her place. Those were her people. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, yeah, you're a homebody. That's Sif. interesting because Scandinavia also is the area that that really clung on to Freyr specifically. I think it's Sweden that most ancient kings were said to be direct descendants of Freyr. Why Mm. are they so into these two siblings? Sweden, what is happening? Dicks. That's that's interesting. There we go. Never mind, that was the two, the two, like... (laughs) 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 This is the two responses. Like, I'm sitting there going, that's a really fascinating question. And Theo's just like, dicks. Look, there is a reason we are rated mature, and I want to say we all contribute, but I will not say I do not contribute very readily. Um, Yeah. We need to earn this explicit rating. (laughs) I think sometimes we're quite vanilla. I think we need to go hard. Are you saying our podcast needs to be kinkier? There we go. I mean... We are under explicit. There is. I'm just saying that I wanted to. I mean, there is there is freedom there within could, the, under that label. We could discuss how um, it's been said in some legends that Freya and Freyr were married because Freya is yes. to be married to the high god. So like, siblinghood be damned. What is what is incest? Gotta get yes, that status. Fine. Gotta get that status, get that D. Exactly. Yeah, there they is have no DNA, incest when you're... Have Do you ever have tried DNA? to extract DNA from a god? The gods have DNA. Challenge you your genetic material. <laughs> I mean, I have to go earn a degree. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I'm just like, don't mind me, I'm just on a journey to extract... DNA from a god. Alright guys, ritual to Freyr, we're gonna have to do it for probably something like a fortnight straight. Like, get ready. We're taking shifts to actually lure Freyr here and I need to figure out where the, the fuck uh, he is. The implications of extracting DNA from Freyr specifically are incredible and the reason that we have a mature rating. <laughs> you know, I didn't yeah. even think about that until like right as you started talking and now That's I'm... Where I'm jump to i don't okay i don't 
<laughs> I was like, Theo, if you want to, that's fine. But I mean, <laughs> that's, oh, too, that's too much, too much, um, too much sausage for my liking. Oh, there's a little bit of Krasikova <laughs> vibes going on here. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Too much, too much sausage okay. for my liking. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Heathen Weirdos podcast. Oh, where were we? Jesus Christ. Explicit You're edition. Done. I have no shame. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, we were on track. Right. Serious heathenry. What is this? What is this nonsense in my serious heathenry? This, this scallywag. I promise I'll be here. Other words that I can't think of. Okay, so. Next point. We also have Frau, the German word, also meaning lady. And you know what? I, can ne- I can't... I can't. No, no, I don't know how to pronounce the second word. Is it Frau Holle or Frau Holle? Holle. You know what I'm talking We're... about. Frau Holle. Does it originally Holle. have an umlaut over the O? No. Um, probably. If it does, it's it's like an er noise. So it's like... Holle. I haven't taken it in a long time. My pronunciation as long as we is don't garbage. Say we're uh, good. My German relatives will be rolling now. Yeah, me rolling ours does not happen. Um, I am sorry for all of my cousins. Like anyone <laughs> who like actually can roll ours or like knows how that's actually pronounced, I apologize. Or the um, but anyway, this figure exists. The the verbal assault <laughs> your ears took in German folklore, and what we see here is a many of the figures that we see in Germanic paganism mm-hmm. across all of them were basically eventually eroded away, less godly to more just legendary figures in folklore, and obviously we here we potentially see the echo of Frigg or Freya. Um, in that you got this Frau Frau Holle or Holle or Hol I don't I'm sorry German <laughs> listeners okay and also we have Holle Holder and Holder Holder and Holder Holder who has a Wikipedia will there help us oh I think it's just I think it's just <laughs> Hall ah okay Frau Hall <laughs> There we go. We'll do that. Um, is a figure that has a connection to the spirit world through magic of spinning and weaving, and obviously a further association there with witchcraft in Catholic German folklore. Now, for anyone that knows the like the Metal Gear like exclamation noise, which I kind of want to get on the soundboard, but anyway, um, that I'm hoping that caused a bit of an exclamation mark over your head. That we have spinning and weaving witchcraft. Frigg and Freya all being tied into this figure who is obviously appears much later than the Viking Age. And that's interesting. It means that they kind of potentially merge again into one figure. In that while Frigg later years, way after the Viking Age, was associated with spinning. Obviously Freya's connection to magic and equally Frigg's connection to prophecy does have this lasting sort of echo uh, in folklore that we see later on and to be honest with you as much as people well pe- um, heathens don't use folklore i do find it to be quite a valuable resource mm-hmm. not to really base your practice in but in terms of 
like these little hints and clues of what happened to these the stories of these gods uh, over time and especially after the conversion period well yeah because um, you can get all yeah i would recommend it yeah you can get a lot of um hints from folklore like it's really valuable and mm -hmm. also fun yeah exactly Tiff. so ultimately that's fair to say that hello? it's a re Freya and Frigg didn't separate outside of Scandinavia. Is it fair to call it a, a re not emergence, convergence, a reconvergence, or is it just those two? I hate saying the word archetypes, but it's the one that's going to come out of my mouth. Are those two archetypes just together everywhere else? <laughs> I think that's the thing. You do see those similarities just coming out. Either you know this. As we've said it so many times, the Madonna Hall complex and stuff like that. The mm -hmm. lover and the, the mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are. Just they're all they're everywhere. And the Madonna Whore complex out of my heathenry at Snorri. Yeah. Stop it. Do we know where Snorri's grave is? Denmark somewhere. Scandinavia. <laughs> I might have to look this up. I'm gonna have to travel there someday <laughs> like write like a well-worded letter which is like gonna That's be grave. a fucking novel go to go to his grave <laughs> light some candles and leave an offering and read the letter telling him like thanking him primarily be like thanks for actually writing this shit down bro and then be like also <laughs> what the fuck is wrong He's buried with you in Iceland. like <laughs> Hell, we should go. Pass this message on, please. <laughs> and then I'll like, then I'll burn the letter and like spread the ashes over his grave and be like, "You fucking think about that, bitch." We should go. It's a weirdo trip. We should go and do witchcraft on this. <laughs> it sounds grave. like a good use of. I a endorse trip. that. Yeah. Thing that people do. Mm. It's in Iceland somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. Who wants to go to Iceland. I do. I do too. Now that we have our first weirdos <laughs> abroad trip planned. <laughs> Take some vacation pics. <laughs> We're on our way to, to like, drop a letter on Snorri's grave. It'll be a Patreon special. This is how our letter to Snorri is going. And by our letter, I mean all of our letters, because I'm sure that we'll we all, all write that. something different. Oh, yeah. It'll, yeah. Oh yeah. Why? I mean, yeah. Okay. Like, I can't remember what I was going to say. I think it was something along the lines of, "I appreciate Snorri," but at the same time, on the flip side, just a glare. Just, just be like Snorri. I really do actually appreciate that you actually wrote this stuff down because the other people who actually did it that had their own motherfucking alphabet never did. But also, why the fuck did Loki and Heimdall turn into seals and have a fight over a necklace? You were the only one that said it happened like that. Why? <laughs> Literally. Source, it came to me in a dream. Yes. Anyways. Sorry. Back, back on topic. Back on topic. I quite enjoy this oops all frig theory slash discussion slash ongoing debate. Because it hinges on like two ideas. Mainly, we don't have many stories about the goddesses. That's one. 
Um, and we also have very little recorded from the pre-Christian Scandinavia slash the Viking Age um, that would help illuminate us on this. The, the only reason this has popped up is because we have so little, <laughs> which is fascinating. Um, but I believe what is clear, what we can say, is that by the time of Lucasena, which was about circa 1200 in its written form, um, but probably maybe close to the 900s in terms of its first oral construction, the common consensus was that they were two separate goddesses. So we can say tentatively that by the 900s, Frigg and Freya were not the same goddess in Scandinavia. Yeah. So we can say that there is historical precedence for them being separate. But here's the thing, how far back do you go here? And at what point is that sort of thinking just not useful for us as a practicing pagan? And I think that this is the, this, the side of the question that doesn't really get talked about, in that you can have a very academic, linguistic sort of analysis of all of this and come to one conclusion. But as pagans and heathens, at what point is that just not useful? And I think that's quite an interesting quandary. You know, we could endeavor to trace back all of the gods to their potential roots. But for me personally, and I don't know whether you two share the same sort of idea around this, is that that feels rather cold to me to separate and tear the gods from their stories and context. Kind of to reduce them to just their names and to just the the potential roots of those names mm-hmm. and pick it no, apart. I, I don't, am I alone in that? It what turns do you think? into a proto-Indo-European. I agree with that. Good type mess. Yeah, and they're like proto-Indo-European or pie, as it can often be known. Um, it has some validity like okay it is a valid thing but also like it does have really some really good points but like you can also get really responsible with it real easily um so yeah yeah it's for most of the scholarship available that discusses discusses this question there is that detached sort of outlook that perspective because they treat um these gods that we worship as just figures of myth mm-hmm. um they're kind of hollow and it's just i don't know it kind of it's i don't want to say it rules me the wrong way because it is it is what it is it doesn't rub me the impersonal. wrong way i understand why they're doing that but i think here is yeah and you know you, you could trace back like odin to like his core roots it doesn't ever really happen in terms of mm-hmm. at least on our level um but, you know, you could do it to all of the gods, and it just feels rather, as I've said, detached. Um, so, yeah, we, there is this natural kind of impasse between scholarship and pagans in that, to a certain degree, it isn't useful to ponder such questions because you start going into... away from experience and you know the the stories the myths the eddas mm-hmm. and purely down to 
oh, this is a word that is their name. Mm. This could potentially link back to you yeah. know thousands of years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and as as we get on to this next bit here, we do touch on an idea that was mentioned in the Caffeina episode, which is found gods and the idea that we don't know all of the gods. Perhaps Frigg and Freya were one and the same at some points, but now they are different beings, or they were separate to begin with, maybe worshipped as one until Freya rose in prominence in Scandinavia, or any number of different scenarios. And I guess the point I'm trying to lead to here is does this matter? Does discussing the difference or the similarity between Frigg and Freya actually matter to us as heathens? Big question. That seems and like a big gonna... question. <laughs> Depends on what Literally, kind of heathen yeah. you are. Does it matter? Well, if it matters to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's valid for that to matter to you. Um, it's also valid for it to not fucking matter to someone else. Uh, if it matters. Like, everyone yeah. is... Yeah. So, oop, oop, knocking my mic around. I okay. Like it... <laughs> I, f I feel like it somehow does... I imagine that might get some kickback from recon heathens of, how, how, why do you not care about this? And I'm like, I... Nah. Because... I mean, to me, they are, they are very separate. Yeah, I mean, that's just me. Why do you not care? Um, care about a lot of things, okay? Like things I don't care about. I yeah, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we should list them now. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's the idea that you know, if Frigg and Freya were one and the same, but now people have personal gnosis and shared gnosis. That suggests they are separate. Obviously, that's valid. Um, yeah, and I've actually just put a note at the very end of this saying that I don't think it does matter. Mm -hmm. In that, you do you. I feel like this isn't. This is a very soft kind of ending to this sort of discussion, but that's basically where I am in terms of that. It doesn't invalidate anyone's experiences, mm -hmm. and if we're to say that, you know, Freya became i guess or we attributed a name to her um in this kind of found god way then obviously that's totally valid um yeah so but yeah this is mostly this is basically it in terms of the linguistical that's not a word um analysis and sources that we have i mean it, it looks it looks from the outset pretty compelling and i guess in my head the way that i think i've said this before i quite like the idea that if i were to believe in this that Frigg and Freya were one and the same goddess. Um, it would be a case of, for me, it would be like Freya being the younger version of Freya. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. We get wibbly wobbly in the mythic time. Um, in that we have like Freya, who is this, <laughs> I'm going to go Frigg, yeah, I don't know. I can't combine the names anyway. But anyway, um, that Freya was a Varnir god that was at war with the Asiya, and um, she saw all of the possible futures in Sather, and, you know, this is when Odin was travelling under the name, like, Otha, and she did all the stuff that Freya is associated with, and then settled, as it were, and became this oh, sort like of, you know, Frigg, who became this knower mm -hmm. of all prophecies, mm -hmm. 
because she's already had that history of practicing Thetha, um and seen everything and just basically packed up a distaff and went, eh. Um, I guess I'm just going to be like Queen of Asgard I like now. that theory. I like that conceptualization oh. of the difference because it lines up very well with the idea mm -hmm. that the Vanir are these naturally flowing deities that operate within the natural existence of the world and the transition of Freya from that mm -hmm. want to call her hypersexualized because I don't like that term as a term but that very naturalistic, free-flowing kind of goddess to the Aesir goddess as Frigg, theoretically, is really cool in that it takes the same ideas and just puts them into the organization of the Aesir. That renaming, almost like an adoption of her into their super-secret club. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, you know, there's a part of me when I was thinking about that, that was part of my, like, say the research and just pondering all the ideas around that mm -hmm. um that that fits for me and it has this real nice kind of continuation in that it one of my big kind of loves in terms of um all the mystic materials that we have in the literature is making it coherent mm -hmm. where there is no coherency and that idea that in the later like later on she there is this change, the gods change, you know, and there is a big timeline of events that happen and we see these gods change over time and adopt to different roles. And obviously we see this with Skarthi um, having like Thiazi, her father, uh, die, her go on this vengeful route and then eventually end up marrying Njortha and having a more motherly sort of mm -hmm. role and then them going their separate ways there is a time mm. period happening and things have an order to them so i quite like that idea of just having if i was to like prescribe subscribe <laughs> subscribe to the idea of um frig and freya being the same that's how i yeah. see it happening mm. in that they're like oh they're, they're the gods in their youth like odin's wandering all the time um freya's just tearing <laughs> shit up on the battlefield and i guess it would it has more of a it makes it make sense a little bit more in terms of the both connection to Sather and war and battle and both of them getting half of the chosen dead and like if you elevate Freya from you know I don't want to say she's just a Varnia goddess but to that of an equal beside Odin married then it has there's there might be more of a like a, a, a justification for why she gets half of the chosen dead because they're going to both of the kind of the high lords of Asgard, um, as it were. But yeah, there's this. Uh, I mean, this is where I went, one where I'm like, this really makes sense to me in terms of this kind of like meta narrative. But at the same time, my experiences right. don't justify it. Or, I think or the to other me, thing I really um, like, and I'm like, about maybe the way maybe. that you're explaining this is that it allows for. It's a really bitchin' metaphor for. As humans, we change over time, but we, we remain... I'm still the person I was in high school, and that high school me still exists, even though now I act mm -hmm. and fuck am different and better. I like that it allows for mm -hmm. both of these versions of existence to be represented. When the Freya wasn't mm -hmm. left behind when the 
theoretically, possibly with this theory, she became Frigg. Freya's still there. It just also exists mm -hmm. now because oh, yeah. of that transition. And it kind of, it gives quite a nice route to like the Twelve Handmaidens mm. as well. Because obviously Air is one of the Handmaidens of Frigg. And Air is a Valkyrie. And Freya obviously has connections to the Valkyries. And it's like this idea of, you know, this imagery that I have in my head of Freya and the Valkyries just, as I said, causing shit on the battlefield. But at a certain point, Freya's like, Maybe I do need to do some like queenly duties, as it were, and I've got to get these handmaidens together. And she's seen Air on the battlefield, but she wants that kind of remnant of her past. And <laughs> but she knows that Air is fantastically capable, you know, physician. Um, and it was just like I want you as one of my handmaidens. You know, it is. It just. It's quite cozy. I don't know. I don't know how to word it. In that having this like narrative that is never ever outly outly stated and frig herself has very i mean some people say that she has like the primordial earth is her, her parents and all of that but you know she that like like freya we don't know who freya freya's mother is some people say nerthus but again the sources on that are quite sparse mm -hmm. so it's the case of you know, putting these two goddesses together that don't have a lot of, like, background history. I don't know. I really quite like that as an idea. And this is honestly one of my favorite parts of looking at the Eddas and the sagas is trying to put pieces together, even if they don't fit, you know? Like, just trying to see where connections could be made. Yeah. Just jamming two pieces together, like, you will fit. But, um... Yeah, and Frigg is a is a goddess that I am perpetually fascinated by. Um like Yorth, Yord, the Mother Earth figure. I mean, yeah, that could be another thing you could tie into all of this, in that like a, a past Otha Odin relationship. Um yeah, it's That's just cool. Ugh. We could we could keep talking absolute rabbit hole and honestly, yeah, it's just I like the idea of I think this is what more heathens should do. <laughs> Gasp <laughs> suggestion of um of just really kind of like not reading between the lines but analyzing the materials that we do have from different perspectives and just constantly churning and pondering and thinking and researching and going down rabbit holes obviously it's one of the points of this podcast <laughs> just to put perspectives forward um but yeah the the idea of frig and freya i know we joke about it quite a lot oops or frig that's what the title of this episode yes <laughs> but i think it, it it drives at a certain a good quality that heathens should have in that questioning mm -hmm. everything i did it in my the valkyrie talk which is live now shameless plug, yeah. where i say that personally i don't think we've scratched the surface of the edders in terms of for a long 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 time despite the fact that they're over now mm -hmm. it's we've we've just accepted certain things as fact and i think there's definitely um things we need to look at again and think well maybe this and this connects rather than this 
thing that we've just thought of as fact for the longest of times. So obviously, the Valkyries come into that in terms of they're not just, in my opinion, servants of mm-hmm. Odin. Um, and obviously, if you believe that Frigg and Freya are the same, then that adds another layer to all of this, as I've mentioned, with, let's say, Frigg being um, having half of the Chosen dead and what that potentially implies. But yeah, that's my that's my piece. The moral of the story is I think it's pretty good. Let piece. the myths be mushy. Squish them around. See what you can find. Build your own yeah. mythical snowman. <laughs> yep. So, do you want to talk more about your uh, experience and understanding of Freya and Frigg as separate because you started off seeing them together? Um, I mean, I don't know. I don't like, like now that like Sif brought up the like, well, what if it's like Freya was Frigg when she was younger and stuff? It's like that would to me would make a lot of sense. And also like with the gods and time, like because what the fuck is time to a deity? Like, I feel like even making that decision to settle down like could split them in a way um or you know even that idea that like found deities are valid um like so i could see how like more people related to the younger version and like basically ended up splitting them if they were not already separate if that makes sense yeah um but like trying to find my words i don't know like yeah because like like they're both in my upg they're both like really strong deities like but they do represent some pretty different things like and like they feel very different in my experience like yeah like frig does feel more motherly and like i work with frig when i do like divinations and stuff like that um or like i can also do divination and make it i um (sighs) devotional act that's the word okay millie is having some um excited squirmy time at my feet so she is excited and she wants me to pet her tummy and is grumbling because I'm not right now. Dare you. Because I'm a monster. Anyways, um so I don't know. Like yeah, it's just they do feel very different. Now I'm like I'm thinking of this entire idea and my brain is like chewing on it. And like I feel like it's like encompassing a lot of my thoughts because I'm like, huh, that does make sense. Actually. And would like explain like a lot of things mm. i'll have to think about wow. it wow it's just like <laughs> sorry i'm just sitting yeah. here like I'm like, oh. <laughs> right through an episode we all have uh... i mean i'm hoping if you're listening to this yeah the re- redouble thinking thingy <laughs> words yeah no i mean i just i guess yeah Doubting. right when i work with them i feel like they feel very different and like so i have no doubt that they're two at least two separate faces of an like a deity at least Mm -hmm. millie do you need to do this right now 
aggressively agreeing. Yes. Millie's, Millie's like, can you pet my tummy <laughs> right now? Pay attention to Millie. me. You have knitting in your lap. Millie cannot be there. This is rude. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm trying to focus. Um... So, yeah, I do see them as different, at least in some capacity. Millie. I think <laughs> you raised a, a good point, though, that I wanted to spin off out from wildly, mm-hmm. like a whirling dervish. Um, <laughs> it's the idea that even if they are, I mean, okay, what are two faces to a god, right? You know, in that. Frigg and Freya could be two separate but also the same. Mm-hmm. In that you know we've all, we've always said that at least to us the gods don't inhabit one space, one body, etc. So they could be two separate. I feel like I'm really if anyone that's played Elden Ring, I really feel like I'm dipping into this. It's the idea that I mean spoilers for Elden Ring. I wait for 10 seconds anyway. Um is that the main goddess in that is actually also a god, as in the red-haired Radagon is uh, the same as the leading goddess. And for some reason, my, the name has just completely disappeared out the top of my head. One I moment. haven't played a literary. Begins of an M. You, it's, it's a fascinating idea, because you have these two characters, basically. Um, Marika, there we go. <laughs> Didn't even need to properly Google it. <gasps> Queen Marika the Eternal is is the god in that realm. She lives in the tree. Um, but then you have this uh, Radagon who is who's who f- fights all these battles and then eventually is said to marry Marika. Uh, but actually, they're one and the same being. So there might be an element of that in play here. In that you know, gods aren't limited to one body, one thing. They could they could split, but also be the same. There we go, just throwing another absolute wrench into everything. Just like, eh. <laughs> or like, or like getting into big, big brain time here. Like mythic time doesn't exist, or time doesn't exist, and you have the younger version of Frigg slash Freya existing at the same time as the older version of Frigg. It's just mm-hmm. time time. Here we go. Um, let's go into just galaxy brain. I really don't want to mute myself right now because I'm trying to figure out a point to bring up, but Millie keeps fucking digging at the blanket over my lap, and it's like, pay attention to me! As we have been doing other things for too long. Oh my god, it's fine. Um, (sighs) Millie's like, no! Um, Sorry, I was thinking about God of War on the same thing um and how in not the not ragnarok the uh 2018 god of war that i cannot remember the motherfucking name of anyways it was just god of war god of war like five million or something like that anyways um where he's running around with his his son atreus also uh spoilers loki um and um they run into, I think it's Freya in the game. I think. And like, she explains yeah, that, um, 
she was named Freya by Odin when she married him. They they go really hard on the, you know, like, captive thing. Um, yeah, she was named Frigg when yes. they married uh, to hide the fact she was born. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I'm not saying that's what happened in Norse lore, but, like, the idea is there. <laughs> God of War game is bad. Yeah. War? They're like God of War. <laughs> okay. They had they secret did, knowledge. They did a pretty decent job. Okay. Like, I'm not saying it's fact or like accurate, really, but like they actually did a pretty decent job. Yeah. And I guess on a similar note there, which is where I thought you were going with that point, was the fact that you have Atreus, Loki, also interacting with his children. I mean,. That he hasn't bought, like, think, come into being. I mean, yet. I was thinking was the, that the multiple times, but I didn't want a tangent too hard. That's tangent. It, I think it, it ties. does. It ties in. I mean, who knows? The gods are, are complicated. They may exist on numerous different time. Can't think of the word. Timelines. Time zones. Timelines. I don't know what I'm saying. Time zones. <laughs> I was like, they just exist they have different time, time zones. zones. They're all over the um, world. <laughs> <laughs> who knows and that Frigg and Freya may may exist we're getting oh, yeah. into real big theory yeah, here. So <laughs> why does this let's, let's just let's go scratch, why scratch does back this only to happen to the women goddesses <laughs> hmm? because we have basically no information on their parents and any information and full stop you. that is the answer it's the case of we can't say it with most of the gods because they have and you snorry. Parents. The, the, <laughs> that different. the lady goddesses are all pulling a Heimdall. <laughs> yep. We have nine mothers, nine fathers. You don't know which one it is at any one point. We may all have For, the same Forget parents, the fathers. You know? We only need the nine mothers. It's fine. All we need is mom. It definitely works. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. It's, it's because more information was recorded about the gods just the full stop yeah. that's it undisputed. makes me wonder and it's harder to tie we wonder a lot about how different understandings of the goddesses would be if uh not snorri had written this down if it hadn't age old heathen question like we would have what would saxo, saxo. Is mm, a misogynist saxo. and i refuse to go to saxo for sources on goddesses <laughs> Saxo is less trustworthy. Oh, Saxo's Saxo. a bastard. I quite like Saxo's like meta commentary though. I've just like <laughs> these silly, silly. So, um, so um, what you're saying is, in our tour to go to Snorri's grave and do witchcraft on top, <laughs> we also have to go to Saxo's grave and do witchcraft and be like, thanks, but also you're a bastard. Oh yeah, he's, they're they're all bastards. It's. I would I would give Saxo a point though for his depiction That's of bad. hell, but we can say thank so you. So it that. won't. I won't be going so hardcore. Yeah, we'll say and thank also, you. What is wrong with like, you? But what? Because <laughs> like even for their time, uh, like they were people were like, yeah, they were kind of dicks. So like somebody hurt him. Saxo. I don't Saxo know about needed snort. therapy, and I hope that he got it in the afterlife. <laughs> I hope so too. <laughs> okay. But anyway, are we 
I think we addressed we the question. Addressed addressed the question. We uh, added six more questions to the end of that question and have made it worse for everybody involved. We're doing great. <laughs> Millie is... Millie is reinforcing that we've been going on too this long. This is probably true. Yeah, we have. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, God, words, uh, finish, finish it up here. And I will now go into the ending, ending, uh, uh paragraph. I don't have that paragraph, so we're just going to wing it. Um, we have a Patreon. It's a thing. Check it out if you want to. There's some stuff that other people don't get, like live recordings of coffee breaks slash we don't do coffee breaks anymore so just live recording of episodes um the last one we did was on knitting poles literally nobody came Kenna. it was really sad <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> it was really fun <laughs> it had it a was great fine. time yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was that was a time and i think by the time this join our patreon so we're not lonely it. anymore um we have a discord <laughs> yeah it was you, for everyone else you missed out on a really fun episode like we discussed horse heads and fish heads and the logistics of putting fish heads on sticks does it go face up or do you awkwardly put a fish head on yeah. the side okay. I don't anyway know. tune in to find out more um we also discussed like the extendo poles for like extra Wait, like selfie like, sticks well, like, you know, like those, I think my, my, my example was like, you know, those washing line extender poles where you can lift up the washing line. It may just be a UK thing. I don't know. But, um, like one of those you can extend and have like a little plastic toy horse head on top. And there you go. You've got a nothing <laughs> pole. But anyway, um, <laughs> and I just had this idea of poking over a fence for the neighbor's house. But anyway, um, oh, no. it was a really good episode. <laughs> Um, we have a Discord. I'm sad that I like so woke up with a migraine and was like able to like consciously like the only conscious thing I was able to do was like, guys, I can't make it. I'm sorry. Go on without me. And then I literally slept until three o'clock. That, which is way past when we're done recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right we have a discord server we are currently recording in discord server come check out the discord server it it's is. fun how many times can you say discord server uh, okay right next thing we have a red bubble discord. we have a red bubble that's where our merch is it has things such as damn you snorri and other things that i can't think of right now our logos our logo with with like awesome lgbtqia plus colors it's i think we've got mm -hmm. all of them uh, if we more. don't let us know um what else do we have we have oh yeah that mm -hmm. too um we do one episode a week these days long ish episodes i mean very long depends i think the last one was my my talk was 30 minutes one before that was over an hour the time may um, vary. we aim now for long time the times the time may vary uh, we also put all our episodes up on spotify and and apple podcasts and basically wherever podcasts live we are there haunting everything um but yeah i think that's it this is this has been the oops all frig episode where we contemplate the nature of gods and just end up in a in, a, in a, like a bottle of a 
bottom of a whirlwind of thought. You have. Um, and yeah. And you have no idea how long I'm going to be thinking about this Freya to Frigg thing. It's going to live rent free in my head I for a long apologize. time. Actively. No, you know what? I don't, I don't okay. apologize. That's fine. You're welcome. This is, honestly, it's one of my favorite things to do. Make me use my brain? <laughs> Not just make you question everything. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. But um, also just just throw spanners into people's brain meat and just be like, hey, rethink how you're thinking about the law. Spanner. <laughs> Wrench. Whatever the fr mm -hmm. phrase is. Um, right. And, uh, okay, that's been a very long an, an outro. Shrek. I was going to say an intro. <laughs> And trippy, entro, and <laughs> this is entropy. Welcome Hell. to the the uh, the ninth circle. We're of Hell humans. There are no circles. I think there are nine of the Christian Hell. <laughs> yeah, we're we're at the bottom. <laughs> now we're here. That's um, it. That's the episode. <laughs> it's gonna end it. Don't forget. Don't don't forget to keep Ethan me weird because heck we sure are. <laughs> don't don't leave us by ourselves being weird. Anyway, yeah, that's it, that's it, Wikipedia so. says there are nine circles of hell. Thank you. That's a factoid. In your heathen podcast, you get Christian Ooh. knowledge as well. Is it Christian? Or is it just Dante? Uh, new episode. Anyway. <laughs> it depends on which Christianity. We need to end. We need comedy. to end this episode yeah. before we. <laughs> tangent into other things okay i have faith okay. in us <laughs> okay okay give up hope all you you end this episode here anyway, okay. we're just gonna end now did it we're done Where's now this is done <laughs>